And welcome back to Group Therapy. I need to start saying that part first. It is a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News, part of our Livingston Parish weekly series. It is a chance for we here at the News to sit down and have a little bit of a discussion about what's going on around Livingston Parish. We're going to start with introductions. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the News. I'm joined by my fellow editors today, and we're going to start with on the viewer's right. Oh, okay, yeah, I get confused with the directions, but uh, this is David Gray, Lifestyle Editor with the Livingston Parish News. Hey, this is Rob Bjarman, Sports Editor here at the Livingston Parish News. And we appreciate these two gentlemen taking the time here on Wednesday morning, because Wednesdays are tough for these guys. They are bouncing around the 7-on-7, seven seven, basketball, baseball, all sorts of stuff going on, but this is the last week, isn't it? Of 7-on-7, seven seven, yes. Yeah. Is it? Spring, well, Springfield's got an individual one later on. Oh, man, July, that was news to me. Thank God. Yeah, that's all, that's it, all. Back, it was fast, man. It's, it's hot. Yeah, so yeah. Really well, fast. It falls off because it gets a little too hot yeah. uh, to go out there and do it. So, uh, first and foremost, going to catch y'all up on my end real quick. Uh, would recommend folks go check out the podcast I did with uh, Councilman Jeff Ard on Monday. That ran yesterday, Tuesday, and of course it will be in Thursday's paper surrounding the Gorilla Paintball uh, situation. Also have Congressman Garrett Graves uh, discussing a little bit of action going on with the infrastructure bill that's currently kind of ping-ponging, there we go, back and forth between the House and the Senate. They're trying to decide where exactly they're going to land on how much money they want to spend. So uh, those were a few things we had going on this week. Also want to let people know that Mr. Skip Smart uh, received the Bob Easterly Award for Economic Development from Livingston Parish Economic Development. You can check out that story on our website. It'll also be in Thursday's paper as well. Mr. Skip was involved in bringing well over 1,000 jobs to Livingston Parish and almost $5 million in investment, and that was in the 90s. So this guy uh, this guy really really got things going uh, for Livingston Economic Development. Of course, we've, we've had a lot of growth since then. So Getting into it, we started with Mr. David with introduction, so we're going to start with Mr. Rob getting into the content today. Uh, got a couple of things to talk about. One, you may have heard of her, Olivia Lackey. I mean, a huge star. Unfortunately, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe her senior season season was cut short. Yes. Uh, yes. Which, which was unfortunate because, I mean, she was just a phenom uh, on the mound in softball. And uh, took it to the next level and has had a very successful transition. It's uh, it just uh, one of those deals where you, you you sit down and you look at the numbers. They, you know, 19 and 12 with a 2.34 ERA as a freshman. As a freshman. Um, it was one of those things you start looking at the season and, and what she's doing. And it was this was one of the stories over the summer. I was like, I've got to catch up with her. Um, so she's uh, she's in Mobile working camps. Uh, it's one of those things where she's not playing – summer ball for the first time in, in you know, probably forever. Uh, but she's getting a chance now to stay in Mobile, work these camps. And she said it's really cool where she can sit down with, with youngsters and kind of, you know, see what they're doing and kind of impart some knowledge on them, you know, uh, in, in terms of what she's learned uh, and just kind of pass that on. I, I thought that was a really cool deal. Uh, we also kind of talked about, you know, what it, what it kind of took to get used to the uh, – the college game and, and what all it entails. And, you know, when she got there, she said the pitching coach kind of not really broke down her her pitching mechanics, but they just kind of looked at little small things that she could tweak and things like that. And and that was a challenge. And then getting used to the workouts and the workout schedules, and she said it was a little bit different from holding in the way they approach things. And it was just one of those things where, you know, you, you figure out some things about yourself 
you know, you, you don't you don't quit. You just keep working through things, and 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 you you become a better player and a better person. Um, you know, and then we we kind of you know I said, okay, how did it start out for you? And uh, the college debut, um, she started the season opener against uh, Georgia. You guys may have may have heard of may have heard of them as well a little bit. Um, you know, but she gave credit to her catcher. Uh, for helping kind of calm her down and saying, you know, you're okay, you know, and that was, you know, she said after that, you know, once they, she said once they, they used me like that, I was kind of, and she said, I don't want to say this in a cocky way. I kind of knew they, they might be using me as a number one type pitcher. Um, and that's kind of what happened. She got some saves along the way, um, you know, and then uh, what also happened, they had a couple injuries on the pitching staff, which, you know, at, at that point, she, opened she's got to kind of open the door and do some things there. Um, she uh, she also pitched uh, – she beat Alabama. <laughs> oh, and they were pretty good so, this year. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, three hits, no walks, and struck out six in a complete game. They won one nothing there. Wow. So yeah. Alabama it says too. That's uh you know, that that's one of those things and, and she said I I'm I'm just kinda looking at the story here. Uh you know, uh still she said the stadium was still at twenty five percent capacity, but it was still kinda loud. Kinda raucous, raucous yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you, she said you, you and you know, you're not thinking about it, you don't really know you just kinda do what you do and don't don't really, you know, block some things out and keep going, you know. And you gotta remember about twenty five percent capacity. That's it may only be twenty five percent but that was twenty five percent that really wanted to get outside and go watch exactly. some sports. So, exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm sure they brought a hundred percent energy. How, what do you say? Highly motivated. You know? Highly motivated fans. Yeah. So <laughs> you know that's what you're looking at there. So um, uh, the the big highlight of her season was uh you know she she beats Appalachian State four to nothing um, and she threw a no hitter with sixteen strikeouts. Wow. And so it's one of those things that I told her, I think it was, if I remember right, it was a, a Sunday maybe, and I'm kind of just sitting scrolling through Facebook, and all of a sudden you see it start popping up there. So kind of put a, a little story together. But at the time, I didn't get to really talk to her about it. And, you know, she she said she didn't even realize she had done it. You know, she said you kind of get in the zone, and, you know, she's like, I'm walking off, and they're like, congratulations. And I'm like, what? What happened? What did I do? And Oh, you threw a no hitter. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. great. Oh, cool. Yeah, Warner, you know, so, you know, and she also worked through an injury too, uh, you know, but she kept pitching through it and, and just looking at it, you know, hey, you know, I just asked her how much did that affect you? Is like it definitely did, but when she first did it, it was a, she was lifting and, and got injured. Uh, so the first series, she said it was kind of tough, but by the time the next series came around, they kind of knew how to operate with it and, you know, and everything kind of kind of changed, and and you know, if you if you were looking from the outside, you probably don't even know she was hurt, you know. Right. But that's just one of those things where you, she said, I knew they were counting on me, so I knew had to had to go out there and and get it done, you know. So had an opportunity through injury work uh, through injuries to the other members of the pitching staff. Took the opportunity, worked through her own injury, and put together a pretty pretty hefty uh, freshman that's, campaign that, that's pretty uh, when when you go look at the pitching numbers uh you know their season numbers hers just they just pop out at you you can't you know there's kind of only way to to say it is she was kind of the, the the workhorse of the pitching staff she got a few saves in there as well you know so that, wow they, so they, 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 they really, just pulled her out they re, it, you know they really you know work with her and, and she, she said that you know the thing is it's you know she said i'm i'm not satisfied you know, and that's something that if you've ever talked to Olivia at, at all, that's just something that's kind of ingrained in her. You know, at, at no matter what she's doing, she's not. 
it sounds like she's not happy, but it's just like, I can do better. It's always, I can do better. And she's a, she said she's already going into, uh, you know, or the thing right now is they've kind of told her to kind of rest. It was like, they told her, take a month off, don't do anything, which she's like, that's what I do though. I, you know, I play softball and, and they said, don't pitch, you know? So she's doing some conditioning and lifting and things like that. And she's already, you know, the thought process already begun, you know, Hey, look, people have seen me now. So I need to start working on other aspects of my pitching game. So when I come back next year, maybe there's a little something different there that I can maybe show them, you know? Sure. Yeah. Then, you know, that, it's always an interesting relationship between the pitcher and a hitter, especially when you, you know, you, you got to mix it up a little bit. If you, if you've seen it, you know, and, and that, that's, that's her thinking ahead, you know, and, sure. and, and her coach is probably talking to her and saying, Hey, we've got to do something different. And I, you know, I have no doubt, you know, just knowing her at, like I know her, she's going to go in there and do whatever she needs to do to keep getting better. Right. So, uh, moving back local, uh, you know, Olivia was a huge local star, uh, but she is in Alabama. Uh, so moving back local, we but staying with Holden, uh, or Holden's part of the news, uh, their baseball coach has decided to take a different position at a different school, uh, which, as you also discussed, might cause a little bit of a domino effect. So uh, let's get started with the Holden coach who will be heading to Walker. Uh, Jonathan Thompson, uh, this was his, uh, I, I guess, first full season uh, with Holden, and he will be stepping down or has stepped down as the baseball coach at Holden. But he's going to uh, join the coaching staff with Randy Sandifer at Walker. Okay. So uh, just found out about that uh, as we were going out to uh, do the, the, the lighting deal, which we'll talk about next week. But uh, it's, that's how I found out about that. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those situations where, you know, he's he's got a chance to primarily what they're thinking is he's going to be, you know, basically handling the pitchers. He was a pitcher in, in college and things like that. So, he's gonna, you know, he said he's just going to – he tipped his hat to Holden, and he said, you know, I, I couldn't get here without them helping me in this part of it. And, you know, uh, and he's just looking to kind of carry that success over that Walker had this year uh, for them, you know. Um, uh, the vacancy was created because Cameron Pierce, who's been at Walker for the past four years, got the head coaching job at Terrebonne High. So that's kind of how that kind of, you know, at Coach Sandifer, he was kind of – he said six weeks ago we were talking about what we we're going to do over the summer and and you know bringing some folks on and in the past three weeks it's kind of yeah <laughs> shuffled a little bit but it's part of the deal you know uh, the best part and, of a plan is when the plan blows up and 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 it's like they've kind of just kind of rolled with the the punches I guess and it's just kind of worked out uh, you know he said Coach Pierce is going to be he thinks the opportunity here it's just a great opportunity for him and he feels like. The things that he's done uh, at Walker have kind of prepared him. He said this year they kind of put uh, Coach Pearson in charge of the JV and said, here, run it like you're the head coach. You know, so he had that opportunity to do that. He said he's kind of picked up on all aspects of the, the game, uh, you know, helping him with everything. So he he's, he feels like he's pretty ready for it. And he's also looking forward to, uh, um, you know, working with Coach, uh, coach Thompson there. So uh, – you know, and he he said maybe the biggest adjustment for him is you're you're going from a, a class B school where the the practices are you know are and the the players you you don't have as many players so you're going from, you know, fifteen to twenty players to running a practice with maybe sixty players, uh, right at at Walker. So you know he he said we we talked about that and he said that might be a big adjustment for him. But he's he's kind of looking forward to seeing what he can bring to to the pitchers and you know he said uh 
Uh, Coach Thompson said he that part of the thing working with those pitchers is is the mental approach to pitching is that that's what he really wants to kind of work with them with, um, and that's kind of one of the things he wants to do. So and and you know preparing and things like that and and, and getting ready for starts and and pitching and um, I think uh, another thing uh, Clint Carver was a volunteer assistant coach for Walker for the past few years and uh, he's not going to be returning because he's a uh, He's doing a full-time job, and he wants to. If he's going to do it, he he wants to commit, you know, a hundred percent to it. And uh, he just feels like he won't be able to put in the time that he feels like he needs to at this time. So he he uh, it sounded like he wouldn't be returning uh, to help him coach. So you know, um, and they've also added uh, Ryan Slayton, who is also probably going to help Coach Hansman with with the pitching staff there. So. It's a uh, lots of changes, lot, lot, you know, and it, it's it's summertime, and and some of these we 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 knew about, some of them we didn't, but like I said, we 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 went uh, Monday to go figure it out, and it, this is something that just happened really quickly. Sure, a lot of times it happens that way. That's exactly what happened here in this situation. So, so David, yo, <laughs> you How's still going? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> You're <wank. laughs> So, uh, quite a bit of sports news there. Uh, as we jump over to David, we're going to talk about a couple of news things, a couple of lifestyle things, and we'll let you folks go. Uh, I've always found that 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 phrase fascinating. Well, let me let you go. <laughs> like, well, and it's always been interesting when people tell me that on the phone. I'm like, sure, thanks. I appreciate your your generosity there. So, uh, starting off with the news, uh, we actually don't. Uh, we have a few things to talk about this week. Not as much COVID news. We're going to start off real quick. A uh, quarter of Livingston Parish residents, or uh, just over a quarter, are, are now fully vaccinated, full series, correct? Yes, yes. That uh, that was actually last Thursday when Livingston Parish passed that threshold, but now it's uh, 25.3%, and that's about uh, right under 35,000. 34,999 residents have been fully vaccinated, according to the latest report. That was Monday, but like I said, that was last Thursday when Livingston Parish passed the 25% threshold, and while that's, uh, I guess, a good marker that's uh, still pretty far behind, you know, the rest of the state and then obviously the nation as a whole because the state is trailing the nation. So uh, it was just, you know, something that we wanted to put out there um, in this week's paper just to let, just to let you all know kind of how that's coming because vaccinations, ha even though they've picked up in the last week some, and we'll have some along that, uh, that later this week, even though they've kind of picked up some since, especially since the announcement of, you know, possibly winning a million dollars, they're still <laughs> pretty far behind where vac vaccinations were initially whenever, uh, you know, whenever they first opened to the rest of the state, you know, that we're still pretty behind where the early vaccination numbers. So, um, so yeah, we'll have something on that a little bit later. But yeah, that was really all that was on the uh, COVID front this week in the paper. So getting into, um, excuse me, getting into, uh, it's been kind of an interesting flip back and forth, back and forth. Uh, but with Dennis and Cynthia Perkins, uh, at first we thought that they're, uh, you know, they had been divorced, which we covered. They had uh, petitioned to be tried separate, or at least Dennis's side yes. had petitioned to be tried separately. The judge had denied it, but the judge has now gone back and changed that ruling, correct? Yes, that was uh, last week. There was a hearing last last Friday, last about an hour, and that was uh, sort of the big news of that hearing was that was that the judge had changed it or 
not necessarily changed her mind. She said she had before her reasoning to deny the request for a separate trial was because she said that Dennis's attorney, who, like you said, requested the the severance, didn't prove, didn't give specific evidence that they're, that the defense of Cynthia was going to be what they use antagonistic towards Dennis. But after after uh, Cynthia Perkins's attorney uh, filed new asked for new evidence to be turned over to her from to to him from the state, you know, for them to look over. That gave uh, the judge some more stuff to look at, and then she said that she had now had that specific evidence of antagonistic defense from Cynthia to Dennis. So that that is what she, that was her reasoning for uh, for deciding that they could have separate trials. And the the attorney general said, you know, they said that they're obviously going to uh, appeal that decision. I'm not sure if they have yet, but they said if if the judge's ruling stays, if it is, if they are going to be. Uh, tried separately that Dennis would be the one who would go first and that trial will still start on July 12th which was when they were supposed to go on trial together so if nothing changes Dennis Perkins Dennis Perkins will go on trial July 12th and then uh, Cynthia Perkins will be sometime after that they didn't give a date for when Cynthia's potential trial would start and you'll be keeping an eye on that start date and of course we'll be looking for uh, some interesting stories coming out starting in July with regard to that so uh, moving into some school stuff before we uh, move over to lifestyle, two pieces of news here. Just want to start off real quick with Denham Elementary, which is on track to open not at the beginning, but during the 2021-2022 school year, uh, and, and they are on track. Uh, you, you were at the school board meeting where the architect gave a, a a positive report on that. Yeah, yeah, it gave a They didn't uh, talk about any... Uh, start you know completion day excuse me and that was one thing that you know that, that um mr joe because mr joe murphy the superintendent asked jim zyler just for an overview they came in for a change order uh to request a change order on the project to connect uh something about connecting the canopy from one building to the existing building so during that uh after the the school board voted to approve the change order mr murphy just say asked for a brief overview and mr Zyler said everything's been going well uh his exact words were exceptionally well that uh they're they're moving along on the project i mean this is going to be a huge this is going to be the parish's first two-story elementary school uh obviously that'll you know be the first there's going to be another one whenever the Mega Southside Campus opens, uh, you know, sometime in the future. They're already got construction going on that one, but, but uh, yeah, that that was really the update. It's just it's going well. That it has not been affected by, you know, the there's this uh, material shortage going that's been you know going on since COVID hit with builders, and you know that's kind of been raising the prices in uh, in construction. And Jim Dower said that they actually are good because since they got in building before this uh, before this shortage happened, that there's nothing as of right now that's not on schedule for them to get or obtain. So everything seems to be going well on the uh, on at the at Denham Springs Elementary. So we'll be losing our neighbors pretty soon, I guess it looks like. Yeah, sometime in the next six months. Um also in school news, the board approved the uh, Hiring, I guess you can call it, of yep. three new school resource officers, um, and there there's a couple of interesting things about that. Uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, if you if you can, please talk on the fact that they are trying to reduce the number of campuses that each one of these is it campuses or campus I? 
I said campuses. I yeah, I'm wrong. pretty sure it's campuses. <laughs> it's kind of a joke. I'm pretty sure it's campuses. But uh, they're trying to reduce the number of campuses each ind- individual SRO yeah. has to cover. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, they they are keeping an eye on the financials. So kind of give us an overview on that. Yeah, well, um, they had a budget and goals committee before the most recent school board meeting. And Wendy Gill, I believe it was, she's the rest coordinator for the school system. She Every year they go over the SRO pro. SRO program. God, I can't say that. Uh, which is, uh, as of you know, currently there are, I believe, ten. There are ten SROs in the school. You have eight from the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office and two from the Dem Springs Police Department. And like you said, they manage the schools. There's, you know, but that that is ten managing forty-five schools, and it gets a little tougher in the rural areas. Uh, Wendy Gill told the. said during the committee meeting that there is one SRO that has been assigned to the Albany Springfield area, which is there's that seven schools alone right there in that area. So her, uh, her recommendation, which she gave them three proposals. Her recommendation was the third one, which is to hire three new SROs, which would, that would put a new, that would put one SRO, a new one at Springfield, which essentially gives one to Albany because now they don't have to split up anymore. And Devin Gregoire, who was part of that uh, committee meeting who represents the Albany district, he said, you know, that's a sometimes, and if you go out there that you'll know this is true, that can sometimes be a 15 minute drive, you know, from what, from Albany to the Springfield area, you know, and, you know, in these emergencies, every minute counts. So, uh, so that's where one SRO will go. But like I said, it's essentially giving two new air, two areas, new SROs, because now their SROs can be focused. And then another one would be going to the Walker area, which as we all know, and something Gil, uh, Miss Wendy pointed out is Walker High is like a little community college now. <laughs> All the, you know, the big project they had, you know, over the last few years. So uh, that that new SRO would be responsible for Walker High and then Westside Junior High, which is across the street. And then the Literacy and Technology Center, which is down the road. And the previous SRO that had been managing all the Walker schools and now would go to the other ones, you, you know, the your, Cor- your North Corbin's, uh, Walker Elementary, South Walker, you know, those uh, away from the those schools that are concentrated on Florida Boulevard. And then, then the other SRO, the third one that would be hard would go to Live Oak. So, uh, you know, cause that area is growing a lot and you know, that, that high school is getting bigger. And, you know, that's something that Wendy pointed out is, you know, the high schools in any area are generally going to take up most of the time of the SRO. That's just where most of the stuff is going on. Uh, but, you know, it's important to have, you know, have them at the elementary schools as well, because you, like I said, she said, you never know when emergencies are going to come up. And that's something Jan uh, Benton, a school board member who used to be a principal teacher, you know, worked a whole life in education, kind of pointed out, you know, sometimes during emergencies, they'd be waiting for an officer to come that's 30 minutes away. And sometimes you don't have 30 minutes. So, um, so yeah. And, and the good thing about the program is, uh, Rob, you go up a little bit, I believe. Sorry, y'all. I'm looking at Rob's, uh, laptop, just to get a little more background information, but I believe the cost for the three is $117,000. I believe I could be, uh, it's more than a hundred thousand dollars, but, uh, or it's essentially going to be, uh, around 40,000 per officer. But the good thing about it is that the school board members pointed out if it's if it doesn't work and this money will come out of the general fund but if it does not work out it is that's what she was reviewing these this this sro programs on one-year contracts so 
if it doesn't work out, they said they could change and adapt it next year. So, I mean, it's but it was something that all school school board members were on board with. None of them opposed this. Everyone said this was, you know, this was an obvious solution to a uh, problem. And I mean, and it said, you know, they said that this is something that is much needed. And like I said, little risk since you could you know, in a year you could get rid of all three or, you know, doing it down to one or two or keep it the same. So, Or add. Yeah, or if, add. If necessary. So uh, thank you, sir, for those updates. We've got two two things to talk about real quick before we wrap up. Grand Country Junction, much like the Arts Council here in uh, Livingston Parish, is starting back getting shows going and things of that nature. Um And uh, anything you'd like to say on that subject? No, they just had a show, like, it's, like you said, the – it's kind of like the arts council that we talked about last week. They had a show last month, and that that was just their second show since COVID, since COVID hit. And I mean, it was it was a packed house. I mean, I, I used to cover those shows every now and then before COVID, and uh, you know, you would you'd have some nights where you know it, you'd have more people than other nights. But I mean, this night, and from what they said about the the first show back i mean it's been near sold out both times so yeah just showing people are ready to get back out listen to some music and then last but certainly not least lane hardy watch is back oh yes and uh mr hardy is going to be on the bachelor bachelorette the bachelorette yes oh my goodness which yes. means he'll be one of many competing for one <laughs> no no his days of competing are over but he will just be performing his new song it's a uh, love song memorize you and that yeah it's um but if you connect the dots i mean let's be honest that's all it is it's an uh the bachelorette is an abc property american idol is an abc property hollywood records who lane hardy assigned to is an abc property so they keep all those people together gotcha. so yeah there you go if you want to connect the dots to it all so um so yeah but he will be on the bachelorette uh next weekend uh and it'll be actually good for people because you appeared on american idol uh near the end of its last season people were upset he didn't get to perform a song well this time he is it is said that he will be performing a song so if you were upset last uh i know there was a lot of people who were upset that he didn't perform that he just kind of appeared on the show for a minute and then walked off on his merry day but um he will be performing uh his new song memorize you and he also has you know he has a tour that uh he just announced recently so i mean it's a a lot of big news for Mr. Hardy. Yeah, and and good for Livingston Parish. Yes, you know uh, he's got quite the following here. That's and that's good stuff. And that show is Monday. It starts at seven p.m. on ABC. So if you want to watch, oh yeah, ABC, ABC, ABC. <laughs> so uh, thank you, gentlemen. We appreciate the updates. I know those of uh, you who are listening appreciate it as well. We appreciate you joining us. We're going to let these guys introduce themselves on the way out, and this time. We're going to start on the viewer's left, my left. Hey, this is Rob DeArmond, sports editor of the Living Parish News. And this is David Gray, lifestyle editor with the Livingston Parish News. And my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us and listening today. Appreciate these two gentlemen taking their time to give the update. Please remember we're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We hope you have a great day, and we'll see you next time.